I'm Dave Champion. I popularized the sentence, the government lies, lies all the time, and lies even when the truth would serve it well. And I don't know anybody who disagrees with that, whether they're on the left, whether they're on the right. Of course, partisanship being what it is, people on the left and people on the right, when they look at the government and they say the government's lying, they're always like this, the government's lying about that. <laughs> If you've been following me for any length of time, you know that I wrote a book on physiology, body science, uh, which is groundbreaking. I really need to stress that, and I'm, I'm not here at this moment trying to sell this book. I'm just saying it's if you've read a physiology book or you've read a book that deals with what your body does, with what you put in here and how it breaks it down and where, where it goes and what it accomplishes and what it doesn't accomplish and what your body needs, Everything from ancient man to nutritional anthropology, if you've read anything like that, bits and parts of it over time, I assure you this book will blow your mind. It is, uh, it is what should have been taught for the last 30, 40, 50 years. With that as the backdrop, one of my concerns is when the government, the government lies, lies all the time, and lies even when the truth would serve it well, the government gets involved in science. Okay, so this is an example. The largest biomed or biotech organization in the United States is the National Institutes of Health. It's a government agency. So the government that lies, lies all the time, lies even when the truth would serve it well, is in control of the largest biomed entity in the United States. If you agree with me that the government, government lies, lies all the time, and lies even when the truth would serve it well, yeah, so you think that somehow the National Institutes of Health is immune from that. That was just an example. I now want to talk about the United States Department of Agriculture and the Department of Health and Human Services. By the way, the National Institutes of Health is an organization within the Department of Health and Human Services, so we're kind of wrapping this all together. You may have heard of the, the government's nutritional guidelines that they've been putting out, I believe, since the 80s, every 10 years. And they have these expert committees that get together and decide on what the nutritional recommendations for the American people are going to be. And if you read this, you will find what the government comes out and tells you has nothing, zero, to do with your health. It's all about the financial health of the various segments of big food. So they're at it again in just a few weeks. They're due to release the condensed down version that gets put out to the public of the nutritional guidelines for 2020 and the next 10 years. And yeah, they're at it again. There is an organization called the Nutritional Coalition run by Nina Teicholz, who is an awesome person. She's a journalist. She wrote The Big Fat Surprise. She's a hell of a researcher. And she's very, very concerned because she's seen, she's did the research as I did on, you know, 30, 40, 50 years of government corruption in science and, and research. So she's very concerned as she has looked back over the recommendations and determined that they were all bunk. Uh, she's very concerned that they're about to be bunk again, and I want to read to you a statement put out by the Nutritional Coalition back in July, and then I'll update you. Our concerns are 
the exclusion of large bodies of science, such as all studies on weight loss, the exclusion of virtually all low-carb studies, and the exclusion of all recent studies and reviews on saturated fat. Also, the USDA continues to use its, quote, black box methodology that does not explain how its experts are evaluating or grading science, effectively making their reviews unable to replicate. Replication is a hallmark of good science. This expert report is due out this week. The report that they mentioned that's due out this week was the full 800-page report. Uh, again, still maintains the black box philosophy. We're going to tell you what we're going to tell the public, but we're not going to tell you how we got there. When the government does that, zero transparency, you know the game is rigged. So here we are, just weeks from the public release of the 2020 Federal Government Nutritional Guidelines, all the way through from that particular announcement in July. This is mid-October as I'm talking to you now. Yeah, they never accepted any of the evidence that they had been encouraged to look at because it was really important. If you're going to set guidelines, you should know what's happening in this area concerning evidence, in this area, the evidence, in that area, the evidence. But the experts impaneled by the USDA and the Health and Human Services Department, you know what they did for all that evidence? Ten years worth of evidence produced by rigorous scientific study. And rigorous is a key word here, right? Because there's a lot of junk science and pseudoscience out there, probably most of it these days. But this is rigorous science. And they refused to look at any of it produced in the last 10 years. In other words, as they were formulating what they want to tell the public for the next 10 years, when people came to them and says, hey man, this is, this is the evidence, this is the data from rigorous science, all the experts went, la 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 la. You cannot make this shit up. So why would they do that? Well, I already mentioned it a moment ago. They don't care what the truth is. They don't care whether you're healthy or whether you drop dead. They don't, they just don't care. Their job, the National Institutes of Health, the Health and Human Services Department, the USDA, and several other agencies, their job is to protect multi-trillion dollar industries. If you think they're there to protect you, man, you are naive as hell. So the government lies, lies all the time, lies even when the truth would serve it well, and it is about to do that again with the nutritional guidelines and nutritional recommendations for the next 10 years. So why am I saying all this to you? Well, the last nine months has been pretty interesting, yes? Uh, people use science as a touchstone. In other words, whether somebody is 100% correct scientifically or 100% wrong in terms of what science says, they use science as a touchstone. Okay? I'm right because science. Okay, In some cases, it's really valid, the rigorous science we've talked about. On other occasions, you know, it's science and it's really just junk science. Would it surprise you to learn that the first government nutritional guidelines or recommendations were issued in 1980. And if you look at a graph of chronic disease in the United States, here's 1980, and it goes like this, okay? Uh, because people started fi following the federal government's nutritional guidelines, which are not there 
to make you healthy. It's there to support multi-trillion dollar industries and their revenue. If you have to die by the millions every year so that those industries can profit and have the highest possible revenue, USDA, Health and Human Services, National Institutes of Health, CDC, they don't care. They exist to protect them. And if you die, none of those agencies care. I know this is really hard for a lot of people to understand. They so want to trust the government. Okay. Sorry. This, this is what it's about. Okay, I've got to tell you. If you read this, you will see 60 years of corruption. You will see the false narrative put out by the government and those people the government was funding and those people industry was funding. The false narrative. You'll see what science was actually saying. And then you'll see what science confirmed down the road, which what it confirmed was, yeah, all this stuff were lies all along, which should, hopefully, if you have a problem, if you really want to believe your government, hopefully you will read that and say, okay, I really want to believe my government, but I can't. And why is that important? Okay, with what we've got going on right now, SARS-CoV-2, here in the United States, a bit more than, as I'm filming this, a bit more than 200,000 people have died of COVID-19. It's a lot of people, yes? Okay, so chronic disease kills 1.3 million people. It did in 1999, and we don't have the 2020 numbers yet, but they're going to be as bad or worse. And every single year for the last 40 years, the number of deaths from chronic disease are going up and up and up. So if it was 1.3 million in 2019, where is this going? So everybody's like, oh my God, 200,000 people died of COVID-19. And chronic disease, 1.3 million, probably, I'm going to guess the figures are going to be like 1.6, 1.7 million died in 2020 of chronic disease. And I think the thing I, I, is most important that I want to impart to you is probably 98% of the chronic disease experienced by the American public is preventable. It is a consequence of lifestyle. You know, I look at, I don't get it. I mean, I want to be honest. I don't get it. I look at people who are, say, in their mid-50s or 60s, and they've got uh, insulin resistance, they've got metabolic syndrome, or they've got heart disease, or they're type 2 diabetic, what have you. And I tell them, look, you can make all that go away, and here's how. And they don't do anything. And I don't get it. I mean, Maybe life is so good in the United States that you need something to focus on to feel important. Oh gosh, I'm fighting the good fight against heart disease. Okay, I'd rather not, but maybe that's all these people have left. I I don't know. It's very, very odd. So I want to share with you that there are two and only two, like the Southern and Northern Hemisphere, there are only two forms of fueling the several trillion cells in your body. That is, one of them is through glucose, dubbed in body science, glucosis, or fatty acids in the form of triglycerides and ketone bodies. By the way, I should tell you, triglycerides, if you've been listening to your doctor for the last several decades, you probably think triglycerides are bad. They're not. They're bad when you live in glucosis. They're not bad when you live in ketosis, okay? So... I I talk to people about this. It's such a vast topic. I can't address it here. 
But I talk to people about this in my community, friends, associates, and I, I explain the dramatic distinction between the two and the dramatic distinction in the consequences for people's health. And it, it is amazing. I, I don't know what it is, and I'm kind of looking at this in the terms of the virus that we're dealing with and the, moving into the election, right? We were here just a couple weeks. We're going to know who's the new president. And it seems that people are resistant to anything that wants to move them off of where they are. Where they are is right and proper and solid and good, even if they're dying, even if they're riddled with disease. This, let's move over here and fix the problem. Nope, right back here. I have to tell you, I absolutely do not get it. But I do want to tell you this in conclusion. I told you there's the northern and southern hemisphere as far as how to fuel the cells of your body. You glucosis and ketosis. That's it. There is no third. And we've all heard about the fountain of youth, right? And I want to tell you that living in ketosis, not, not, not like the keto diet to drop some weight. That's not what I'm talking about. Living in ketosis is about as close to the fountain of youth as anyone on the planet Earth is ever going to get. But people have to listen. And I found that people are super, super resistant. I think because, like, the medical community predominated by government money and government research, and the government lies, lies all the time, and lies even when the truth is served it well, because they're not hearing about it. Intentionally, by the way, I talk about this in body science, that the government is actively suppressing all discussion and research concerning ketosis. Because once it gets out, it's a genie they cannot put back in the bottle and it will cost these trillion dollar industries horribly. Okay, Once the word actually gets out, if people can turn the light bulb on, which I got to tell you, I question whether people have the intellect to do that anymore. But if you have the intellect to do that, I want to encourage you to go to drreality.news, take a look at body science, you know, put it in the cart, buy it. There's some other stuff there too, income tax, shutting the mist, and so forth. Everything I have written, everything I talk about generally uh, in my life publicly is about correcting false establishment narratives. So if you love false establishment narratives, that they are comforting to you, then just get chronic disease, get whatever else, and just die. And I don't mean that in, a, I don't mean that in an insulting way. I don't mean like, die! You're killing yourself. How can I help? I can't. Uh, you know, years ago I had an expression, how may I be of service to you? If you're the kind of person who wants to commit slow suicide, how may I be of service to you? But for those of you who are a lot healthier upstairs, I want to encourage you, take a look at this, read it. Don't take my word for it. That's, that's in all of my work. Do not take my word for it. Uh, the reason for that is that's sort of one of the big problems in America is that if somebody likes that guy, they take his word for it. If somebody likes that gal, they take her word for it. They don't look at it objectively for themselves. 
So I would never encourage you to do that. I want you to look at my work objectively. When you're done reading it, I want you to go out and do the research for yourself. I want you to validate that everything I told you is true because then you know and you're not taking anyone's word for it. Income tax shattering the myths been out almost 11 years now. Do you know how many people have researched the hell out of it? A lot because somebody who's going to make a move and act in accordance with the law, having read what the law really says, not what the false social narrative, people are, it is the right thing to do to double, triple, quadruple check to make sure that is what the law says before you act. Now, I acted 27 years ago and I'm fine. Uh, I haven't filed or paid in 27 years. And there's a lot of people who have followed my path and they've read Income Tax Shattering the Mist and they've safely walked away from the government scam because they read the law. But again, I, this is the same thing as with body science, with ketosis, with physiology, with the law, all of it. I don't want you to take my word for it, but I do want you to be as free as possible. Income Tax Shattering the Mist can help with that. But more importantly than this, I want you not to die of disease because you couldn't get out of your own way. You couldn't get out of your own head. You couldn't stop screwing up with this ridiculous government false narrative. I want you to be healthy. I want you to be happy. I want you to live a long life. And I will tell you that the longer you live in ketosis, you are going to be amazed. I thought it was just going to be like, okay, boom, I flipped the switch. I'm good. I noticed some good things and I move on. Okay, no. Uh, I've been in ketosis for years now. It's gotten better and better and better and better. As somebody told me recently, they said um, they are 50-something years old. I forget the exact age. And they said they feel better than they did when they were 30. And he, I know that he's lived in ketosis for quite a few years. So I want you to know uh, that there is a cool, better, intelligent, smart, effective way to live other than believing a government that lies, lies all the time, and lies even when the truth would serve it well.